Donald Trump had four years uh, to do something on the border, um, and he did nothing. Um, and then right now what we have, uh, in fact, Donald Trump put uh, immigrants in cages. He separated families, worked at the president. Joe Biden has gotten to work okay. still putting those families back together. Ah, uh, yes. A pathologically dishonest man named Quinton Folks. He's a deputy something or other in the Biden presidential campaign. And he lies for a living. That's his job. But it says on his business card. All right, DEI, DEI. Because we wouldn't want to leave you with uh, scant information. Kevin talking about DEI and how DEI is a, a religious cult. The Democrat Party and so on. DEI is the genitive singular of Deus, Deus. Deus is the Latin word for God or deity. And, because I looked that up, you know, it's, it's what we do. And my friend Julie straightened me out because she's smart on these things. DEI doesn't mean God per se, but of God. Uh, it's the possessive, as in Angus Dea. That's right, right? And uh, which means Lamb of God. See? So uh, I hope that helped. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Julie. And food soon, food soon for uh, uh, Julie and I. All right, and also I must get to the mailbag, which I once again failed to do yesterday. And I have only so much time with all the crazy they give me. Uh, speaking of the crazy they give me, let's go to this uh, Democrat. Thank you, Julie. Let's go to the uh, this uh, crazy Democrat who's a radical and an extremist and um, not much of a linguist. Jasmine Crockett is her name. She is a Democrat from the state of Texas. How she was elected in the state of Texas, no one will ever know. But she's a, uh, she's a radical. And yesterday on Capitol Hill, she was go off, going off on a jag. She doesn't like Republicans. I mean, would that be fair to say? And the Democrats, you may have noticed, there was a mother and two children that died trying to cross illegally into the United States several days ago. And the Democrats and the media care very deeply about these three individuals who died. The thousands, literally thousands of people that have died trying to get into the United States since Joe Biden rang the dinner bell on Inauguration Day, they could care less about. Because, you know, as the old Stalinist saying goes, a single death is a tragedy, a million deaths are a statistic. And to the left, because Stalin was a man of the left, Joe Biden is the man of the left, that doesn't mean he's Stalin, and he doesn't know who Stalin is anymore either. But never mind that. It is a classic demonstration of, uh, uh, you know, a, a single death is a tragedy, a million deaths are a statistic. They've seized on, the Democrats have, these three deaths, tragic as they are, because they believe it serves their political interests to pretend to care about these three deaths while ignoring thousands of deaths because they didn't see an opportunity to use those deaths to their political advantage. So let's go to Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett, Democrat, Dimwit, Texas. The fact is, these people died at our border in Texas on Friday. We are here today having a hearing 
And the pro-life party does not want to talk about the fact that there was basically state-issued or sanctioned death at the Texas border. State-issued, sanctioned death at the Texas border. Um, This is a big lie that they're peddling. And the White House was asked about it yesterday by Jackie Heinrich at Fox News. And, And Cringe lied about it because that's her job. That's what she does. And these three people that died at the border are very suddenly very, never mind, you know, three people shot to death in Chicago on Saturday and four more on Sunday because the Democrats could care less about that. The news media is all over it. What we know about the drownings of three Mexican migrants near Eagle Pass, Texas. CNN is very excited about it. Deaths of three migrants on U.S.-Mexico border raises tensions between White House and Texas. The White House is about to invade Texas because, you know, while they bomb Yemen and Iraq and Syria, um, they are really angry with Texas. They, uh, that's, that's the White House thing. Three migrants died in Texas River before Border Patrol requested access. This is the uh, thing is the, the White House is lying that Texas is blocking access to the border and otherwise Border Patrol would have gotten in there and saved these three people. They have saved thousands of people since Joe Biden rang the dinner bell and, and put the bat signal in the sky. But the three immigrants died before, and this is their whole timeline for the White House is a big lie. Uh, the White House is saying, oh, if only Texas hadn't blocked access to this park then Border Patrol could have saved these three people. But out of Austin, Texas, new details have emerged about five immigrants who struggled to cross the border into Eagle Pass, Texas, over the weekend, ultimately resulting in the deaths of three people and creating a firestorm between the Biden administration and Texas. The January 12th drowning of a mother and her two children, tragic, horrible, and this fool Jasmine Crockett is right. Republicans are the pro-life party. You guys are the anti-life party. So it's a little ironic when you care about two kids being killed, but you don't care about 65 million kids dying in the womb. 65 million is an actual number. So the January 12th drowning of the mother and her two children, a horrible, tragic story, created a circumstance created by the Biden administration and the Democrats. The federal government and Governor Greg Abbott, Republican Texas, are in a tizzy now. The White House said the Abbott administration blocked federal agents from responding to emergencies at the border. A new memo that the Biden administration Justice Department filed in the Supreme Court late on Monday, Border Patrol's chief agent, chief patrol agent of the Del Rio sector, uh, Robert Manley, he's Manley, they're going to hate him already, offered new information about how federal agents tried to help immigrants in light of Abbott's taking control of city land in the Eagle Pass uh, border area last week uh, and uh, evicting federal law enforcement. See, federal law enforcement was just processing all the illegals and waving them into the country. Texas said, no, we're going to stop them from coming in, you see. And then, as so often happens, this tragedy occurred. A mother and two children died. And now, suddenly, Jasmine Crockett, Uh, pretends like she's pro-life and the Democrats get to pretend like she's pro-life. 
Jasmine Crockett. We talk about the mayor of New York. I, I don't know when I've ever seen so much bipartisanship and agreement out of the Republicans, but they continue to talk about what the mayor of New York has said. Let me tell you about somebody else who wants to speak out about New York, and, and I want to make sure that she understands that the Democrats aren't the problem, but the Republicans are. And that's Cardi sure. B. Cardi, Cardi B Cardi specifically B. talked about her frustration because the mayor came out and said that they don't have the resources that they need. But guess who has actually tried to give the resources to these cities? Cardi B. And who has stood in obstruction? President Biden. President Biden has stood in obstruction or President Biden has tried to give that? I'm a little confused because he, he kind of muddied the waters there. Cardi B is one of our favorites here on the Chris Plant Show because she's constantly funny, um, if uh, somewhat crass. I know y'all not spending it in no d- prison because y'all be giving d- like two underwears, one jumpsuit for like five months. Now, Congress is quoting Cardi B on these matters here. Two underwears, which is the plural of underwear, as every school child will tell you. Extraordinary stuff. Uh, Jasmine Crockett is a member of the House of Representatives. Republicans are yelling that states don't have the tools to help with migrants, but rather than work with Democrats, Republicans are targeting communities of color and Democratic cities like Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia. What? And while they say that it's about Democrat-run cities, I do want to point out another similarity that they have. These are cities that are run by African-Americans. So while I know that they love to pretend as if there are no racial undertones, it is just striking to me that we specifically are going after African-American-run cities. African-American, well, they got something else in common. They're sanctuary cities and uh, proudly declared as sanctuary cities. And uh, if you stop having black mayors in these cities, then we can uh, go after white mayors. What do you, and then they can be held accountable, which is, and, and they can't play the race card because they're white. And you're the racist in the conversation, but, but never mind all that. Uh, pretty extraordinary stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, so the White House and Texas going back and forth, and White House saying Texas officials blocked the U.S. Border Patrol from attempting to provide emergency assistance. However, new information from Manley revealed that Border Patrol agents were already aware that the three had died an hour before they showed up to the gate seeking admission to the river and that the federal agents had told the state soldiers, because the National Guard had to be called out, that two more migrants were in distress at the time on the U.S. side of the river and needed help. So there's a timeline here of the response and and everything the Biden White House says is a lie. And now we go back to number nine, right? And so let's go back because there's a lot going on on the border there. The Speaker of the House is Mike Johnson, who's kind of on again, off again. But he uh, yesterday had a meeting at the White House along with the, the big four, the Republican and Democrat leaders of the House and of the Senate met at the White House and they went out to cameras and the Lizard King was there. Uh, the Chuck Schumer for the Democrats in the Senate. And as you see his tongue, he's like, and they got that creepy smile and the scaly skin and the bug eyes. And his eyes go in different directions at the same time, like a, like a chameleon or what is that, an iguana, something like that. He is a knight of the iguana. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson uh, yesterday talking about, um, you know, the Republicans passed H.R. 2, House Resolution 2, which would secure the border. Joe Biden 
could uh, reinstate remain in Mexico policy, which President Trump had, and that would solve the problem lickety-split, at least create a much, much, much more manageable situation. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. No one is strong-arming me. I told the president, I looked right across the table from him in the cabinet uh, official's room, and I said, Mr. President, you have the authority right now to end this catastrophe. It's your actions that created it. In fact, Mr. President, I told him in the meeting today, we've documented 64 instances of you taking executive actions in your agencies that created this catastrophe. Mr. President, it's on you to unwind it. We don't need new laws. You can do it right now. But they don't want to, and the deaths are on their hands, and the, uh, all the women's underwear and the rape trees, that is on Joe Biden and the Democrats. And then these fakes come out, oh, you're supposed to be the pro-life party. You've completely ignored literally thousands of migrant deaths for the last three years, and now you think you can blame a Republican for three of them, and so you're celebrating. Literally. Just amazing stuff. The... Uh, Fox News put together a montage of the media lying about what happened at the border. You know, a lot of CNN and MSNBC, but the rest also. In Texas, the Republican governor uh, prevents uh, federal officials from trying to rescue a woman and her two children who drowned. Lie. Trying to cross a river in Texas. Agents were physically barred by Texas authorities from entering the area. Lie. She's been talking about how Texas has done everything except shoot these migrants, and it almost sounds as though he was lamenting them, so he let them drown. His troopers, his forces are preventing federal officials uh, uh, law enforcement from saving a life or lives in this case. These are families. These are mothers, children. Uh, I just, I, I, it, I am actually just disgusted with where we have landed here. Maybe you should send a check to Planned Parenthood and then you can feel better about it. I, uh, I want to play audio for you from the White House briefing yesterday. Jackie Heinrich of Fox News bringing the truth to cringe to cringe Jean-Pierre. That's coming right up. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right, now let's go to, uh, I think, a fine reporter with Fox News at the White House, Jackie Heinrich. She is, and I think she gets better all the time, too. Jackie Heinrich, uh, yesterday at the White House briefing, challenging cringe on Pierre on this drowning story that they keep peddling. Um, And it sounded like this. Will the administration then amend its separate statement um, that imply that Texas officials were responsible for the deaths of three migrants. Our statement is consistent with DOJ's filing. As the DOJ filing said, there was an ongoing emergency situation that Border Patrol was blocked from accessing. That's a lie. That's not true. Uh, And it's in their own Department of Justice documents that that's not true. And Jackie Henrich was having none of it. 
There were other migrants in the water. Then why as wasn't well. that included in the there statement? There were other migrants in the water. That, that, that that's what you were referring our, to. Our statement is this is very very much consistent with DOJ filing. Anything else specific you want to know about that? I would certainly refer you to DOJ. Very much consistent. Now I'm going to have to punt to somebody that doesn't have press conferences, and you can go ask them, Jackie Heinrich. Why are you repeating this false claim that Republicans voted to reduce the number of Border Patrol agents? We don't believe it's a false claim. Uh, our statements were very direct here. Uh, last year, House GOP voted, uh, voted, and not only did they vote for it, but they touted. They touted their Limit, Save, Grow Act, and this would have forced the elimination of 2,000 border patrol agents. That uh, is untrue. Um, and Jackie Heinrich uh, actually follows the news. House Republicans get in the way. They wanted to literally eliminate 2,000 border patrol agents in this particular act that they touted, that they voted for back in May. That claim is not true. The bill the White House is referring to made no specific cuts. In fact, House Republicans passed other bills that would have hired even more agents. But officials here are not backing down from that claim, even though the Washington Post fact check checkers gave them three Pinocchios for it. Three Pinocchios. Glenn Kessler himself gave them three, and it should have been four Pinocchios. And he went on for 120 paragraphs trying to spin this for the Democrat Party. Glenn Kessler, the Pinocchio boy at the Washington Post, uh, working for Dr. Evil over there, Jeff Bezos. Uh, they just lie and lie and lie. And it's okay because they know, you notice there was no, remember the Trump administration White House press conferences where the pack of locusts in the White House press corps were shouting each other down to get the angry question to the press secretary. And they all sit there silently looking at their phones uh, you know, playing Sudoku or something. Do you play Sudoku? Doing whatever that is. And uh, they none of them jump in with any follow-up questions. And it's true, the Washington Post gave them three Pinocchios. There's no reason that shouldn't have been four Pinocchios because it's completely false. But the Washington Post is a Democrat Party front group, and Glenn Kessler is a Democrat Party shill, and that's his role at the Washington Post, along with almost everybody else at the Washington Post. But pay no attention to that. So they lie and they lie and they lie. Um, just uh, just amazing. I've got a, um, a Democrat member of Congress for you. I've got, I've got more on the border. The sheriff of Cho- Cochise County and, uh, and the mother of a 20-year-old young woman that was murdered by an MS-13 member that should never have been allowed, allowed in the country in the first place. I've got that coming up for you. And our government lies to us a lot. Hey, we're back. Uh, and i got to get to the mailbag in this segment, too. The mailbag in this uh, segment, because... I'm, uh, I'm uh, you know, i got too much stuff, is what happens. Too much stuff. All right, so let's go. Where are we going? We're going to number 15. Going to number 15. A uh, Democrat congresswoman, a Democrat congresswoman named Hillary Shulton. Hillary Shulton was on the television last night. She's working uh, along with one Republican congresswoman, and they are trying to find a bipartisan path to uh, a border deal. But, you know, the, the Democrats want to fight. They don't want to fix anything. They want to 
They want to destroy their enemies, and that's their goal. That's kind of their only goal. But uh, Congresswoman Hillary Shulton of Michigan last night on the uh, television with uh, a very lovely, very nice, very smart Republican congresswoman as well. But the Democrat Congresswoman Hillary Shulton. I think Democrats need to own the fact that immigration is at a, a crisis level in this country. It's an economic crisis. It's a humanitarian crisis. Uh, it is a national security emergency. And we need to address it as such. The only way to do that is a bipartisan path forward. What? That? Come on. You can't do that. That's going to be that's going to be problematic, isn't it? I think that... Uh kind of aiming high, bipartisan. That's, what is that? I, I think she, she seems like she knows what the word means. She was just fine. Um, and she confessed, you know, she, she said uh, Democrats need to admit that it's a crisis, a national security crisis, that um, it's an economic crisis, a humanitarian crisis, it's an emergency. And Joe Biden created it because it was just fine and completely under control under President Trump, and they deliberately broke it. There is a sheriff in Cochise County, Cochise County, and he was uh, uh, speaking at a public event uh, yesterday, and and he seemed to, well, he said he's been in this law enforcement business for for 40 years now, and he's never seen anything quite like this because... It's madness out there. Folks, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of this border after four decades. And right now, it's the ugliest I've ever seen it. The ugliest I've ever seen it. Cochise County, Arizona. Seemed like a level-headed guy. Has uh, a good handle on the situation. It's worse than I've ever seen it. And our American news media doesn't cover it. They just don't cover it because... They're not in the news business. They're in the Democrat Party protective and promotive, promoting business. Now, a terrible and horrible story um, about a 20-year-old girl who apparently was, I think, as they say, on the spectrum, and she found herself in a room with and then being raped by and murdered by an illegal alien MS-13 member uh, who strangled her with a phone cord, and it is a a truly horrible story. The uh, mother is testifying today on Capitol Hill, I believe even as we speak, mother testifying about daughters murdered by alleged MS-13 immigrant, illegal, sues Department of Homeland Security for $100 million in wrongful death lawsuit. And I think that's entirely appropriate. A Virginia woman, the young lady was murdered in Maryland. A Virginia woman is suing the Biden administration for $100 million in a wrongful death suit that blames the Department of Homeland Security in Alejandro Mayorkas for the murder of her daughter after Border Patrol agents allegedly released an unaccompanied minor from custody despite his alleged ties to MS-13, the Washington Examiner, has learned Tammy Nobles, a witness who will appear Thursday, that's today, before the House Homeland Security Committee in its second impeachment hearing of DHS Secretary Alejandro Marquez, said in a phone call Thursday that 
She's filed a wrongful death suit against Department of Homeland Security. Noble's suit stems from what she described as the preventable rape and strangulation of her autistic daughter last summer. 20-year-old Kayla Hamilton was murdered by this MS-13 member. Now, let me go to uh, let me go to her because Tammy Nobles, the mother of the 20-year-old autistic young woman that was murdered by this MS-13 member. How do you know? He's got MS-13 tattoos all, all over him. And when they arrested him for the murder, they checked in El Salvador and found that he has a criminal record there, although he was 16 when he came into the United States. Criminal record there, MS-13 affiliation there, and the tattoos all over his body. And he should never have been let into the country. But, you know, the Democrats, they don't care about human life. So here is Tammy Nobles. Uh, Tammy Nobles, the mother of the 20-year-old young woman that was raped and murdered by the MS-13 member that never should have been allowed to saunter into the country. Three days after her 20th birthday, she only spent 20, she only spent three days being 20. Um, She was brutally murdered and raped in her room and he strangled her with the phone cord and then he just robbed her of six dollars and he just left her on the floor like trash and went to lunch with his half-brother like nothing happened. Six dollars, robbed her of six dollars. Now the Washington Times reports that after the arrest for murder, even after the boy was charged with murder and his gang tattoos and past criminal record from El Salvador were revealed, he was placed in a foster home with other children, endangering them and the foster family, the House Judiciary Committee said. Stephen Dynan writing the piece at the Washington Times, and that should be on the front page of the Washington Post and and every place else. Again, the young lady was murdered in Maryland. Mom lives in Virginia. Tammy Nobles is her name. All they had to do was make one phone call to El Salvador because he had a a record, a criminal record in El Salvador in 2020. And he also, you know, had gang tattoos. And all they had to do was make one phone call to pull up his criminal record in El Salvador to find out. And also, like, he was on the list for enlisted as a known gang member of MS-13. That should, those two things should have kept him from entering the yeah. country. Uh, yeah, but uh, the Democrats are open border people, and they don't care about the American people. They have a political agenda. And it involves overrunning America, and they believe that this will benefit the Democrat Party in the long run. And if, uh, you know, people get killed, you know, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet as far as they're concerned. Tammy Nobles. Everyone at, you know, down in uh, um, Homeland Security, Department of Health and Human Services, didn't do their jobs. If they would have done their job and properly vetted and checked um, her murderer, my daughter would still be alive today. He wouldn't have been allowed to go from Texas all the way to Maryland. 
Yeah, uh, where, again, he murdered the 20-year-old autistic girl after raping her and then murdering her with a, uh, by strangling her to death with a phone cord uh, and leaving her dead, and then he went and had lunch with his half-brother, I believe I heard, who is also here probably illegally, and Biden is personally fine with that. And so is this dim-witted Democrat from Texas whose embarrassing audio we played for you a little while ago. This is your Democrat Party in 2024. Now, with that said, uh, somewhat uh, of an awkward transition perhaps, but uh, only have so much time in the day, don't you know? It is mailbag time. Even though it was supposed to be yesterday, mailbag time. Let me go right to it. From the hero, from the hero, it's important to have a... uh, a healthy self-image. From the hero, the gentleman that worked on your radio show that had the music inventory that you used in your bumper music that he passed, that he passed, and that's uh, Mike McKay. What was his name? Do you have any short stories you could tell about him that might be funny and, you know, tell what he was about that you could share? Thanks in advance from the hero. Thank you. Uh, You're talking about the great Mike McKay, the great Mike McKay. And I have a portrait of Mike McKay behind me uh, right here in the studio. I'm turning around to look at it, uh, Mike McKay that was created by our, our friend Jason, right? That's uh, Jason um, from Australia, who's a great artist as well. Also gave me a great portrait of my father, the Navy fighter pilot in World War II. But uh, Mike McKay, now let me say Mike McKay's real name was Mike Forsland, Forsland, and Mike McKay was um, United States Army, Vietnam War, Army medic, uh, in the soup a lot in Vietnam, uh, decorated, and, and uh, he, was in the, he was in the mix big time as an Army medic. He came home and he went into the radio business, and Mike McKay was a DJ, a big-time DJ at DC 101, um, and DC 101 was the top rock station at the time, and one of his co-workers there was Howard Stern, Howard Stern was at DC 101, and our friend, now let me say Mike Forsland is his real name. He went into the radio business, and, and the radio news directors and stuff said, well, Mike Forsland is not good. We'll just change your name to Mike McKay. That, okay, well, do I have the job? Yeah, but your name is Mike McKay. So he is, as a DJ, he was Mike McKay for years and years and years at DC 101. He worked with Howard Stern. He was there working with Howard Stern when the Air Florida plane flew out of Reagan National Airport in the dead of winter and crashed into the 14th Street Bridge, uh, a fatal plane crash of Air Florida, into the Potomac River and the 14th Street Bridge. And Howard Stern made a bad joke the next day. Howard Stern said, call Air Florida and ask him how much is a flight from National Airport then before Reagan, before it was called Reagan Airport. How much is a flight from National Airport to the 14th Street Bridge. Howard Stern was fired uh, very shortly thereafter, but Mike worked with uh, Howard Stern, and he was a great uh, rock and roll DJ for years and years, and that's why the great music beds. And the music we use every day is the Mike McKay Music Library. We have the best music library in all of talk radio, and a lot of people poach from our radio library on other radio shows because... uh, 
You know, because Mike McKay, the great Mike McKay, created our music beds. People asked me that. They said, when are you, when are you going to give this up? Why don't, you, why don't you go out and do something fun, have fun? I said, wait a minute. I'm sitting in front of the best talent in the nation. I said, not only that, I get paid for it. I said, what am I going to do, sit at home for eight hours and listen to it? You know, when I get a front row seat. So it's a tough decision. You know, this is way too much fun. I haven't worked in the past uh, 30-some years. This is fun. This isn't a job. Yeah, it's, uh, that was uh, Mike McKay. I didn't know Michael was going to uh, whip that out, but uh, there it is, Mike McKay, talking about doing the radio show together, and we always had a riot. It was, uh, it was great. Mike McKay's wife was a career Army nurse. Mike McKay's son is an Army major, uh, combat veteran, uh, great American family. The Forsland family, uh, and Mike McKay, his stage name, you know, his stage name. And ha- it used to happen a lot in radio. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with Plant. I could be Ortega, too, but I have two real last names. Randall Dewey, Randall Dewey says, How did the founding, founding fathers miss term limits for Congress? How did the founding fathers miss term limits for Congress? It looks like a very appealing idea. Now, you know, I I believe that the founding fathers thought that if you were a great representative that you should come back every two years for the House, every six years for the Senate, because the people sent you back. I don't think they envisioned the permanent state of so many members of Congress, although maybe they did. And I think they agreed, well, look, if the, if the people of Virginia uh, want to send their uh, representative back to the House every two years, then we should allow them to do that. Um, but they might shake their heads today a little bit. Robert Fisher asks, Hey, Chris, any luck finding an older soap opera? You know, I talked the other day about how my grandfather, Patrick Henry Barnes, who was in the radio business starting in 2024, excuse me, starting in 1924, 100 years ago, that he has been credited with starting the first soap opera on radio, and I have not been able to find an older soap opera. I haven't spent a lot of time uh, researching it since a couple of days ago, but I have in the past. And is it your, uh, is it official that your family has been in the news business longer than any other family in the history of news? Um, I, I can't, I put that question out there, but uh, certainly I can tell you that My grandfather, my mother, my stepfather, my brother, myself, on the air, not just in the business of radio and television, but on the air uh, for 100 years, 1924 until 2024. And I I still got to do a little little sniffing around, Robert Fisher, but uh, thank you. Uh, Liana Nu, why do we allow unelected people to decide the fate of our country? The World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the Food and Drug Administration, Centers for Disease Control, for example. At what point and how do we get rid of the tyrants? A great question, and I wrote on the thing, good, good cue, I wrote to myself, great question. That is an ongoing debate, an ongoing discussion, an ongoing battle. Uh, The battle for freedom and liberty and independence. And uh, the battle against the bureaucracy, which is ever-expanding and getting more and more involved in our lives every day. The Supreme Court is actually taking up an interesting case on the power of the bureaucracy uh, to regulate rather than follow the law. 
And the Supreme Court, uh, as this is going to be a very important decision on this front, uh, Liana knew, I've got to say. Frank X, Frank X asks, why won't Republicans seize on the opportunity to declare voting day a national holiday? I got to tell you, we've got to do something about the way that the Democrats have corrupted our system of electing people because 90 days for election day is ridiculous. Mail out ballots to buildings where people don't live anymore and people died years ago. That is broken. I, uh, and a national holiday for Election Day, we've got a lot of national holidays now. Maybe we'd take back another already existing holiday and make uh, Election Day uh, a holiday so that people can show up on Election Day. I, I like to put to liberals, well, would you agree to have elections the way that France has elections? And they usually think France? Yeah, I'd take that. That's better than the United States. They have Election Day one day. You show up in person, you show an ID, you get a paper ballot, you fill it out, you put it in a ballot box. They count the votes from the ballot boxes and they know who won everything that day. Can we do that, liberals? It's France. Eh, Come on, that's got to be better than what we do. And actually, it's a lot better than what we do. The way France has elections, much, much better. And we should do the same, even if it does take a national holiday to accomplish that. Kamala Harris was on with the communists on The uh, View yesterday, ABC News budget, you know, and she just couldn't be more frightened. What are you going to do to stop the crazies? I am scared as heck. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I'm traveling our country. You know, there's an old That's saying why that she's there are traveling. only two ways to run for office, either without an opponent or scared. So on all of those points, yes. We should all be scared. Only two ways to run for office without an opponent. That's that's pretty or or run scared. So that's a pretty weird. Uh, Michelle Obama is terrified too. She's quite frightened about the crazy. Stop shooting people, Democrats. Stop looting. You wonder where are people? Where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified. She's terrified. They're all terrified. They're all frightened. There are only two ways to run for office. Maybe you could loot the office. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.